Welcome to Luke 21 Radio, a broadcast explaining biblical prophecy in the tradition of St. Augustine. And now, from Greenville, South Carolina, here's your host, Steve Wood. Hello, this is Steve Wood, and welcome to Luke 21 Radio. This is episode 165, and today we are in Daniel chapter 9, the last few verses of the chapter, which talk about the prophecy of the 70 weeks. I'm just going to issue a little bit of a caution. If you're listening to a Bible teacher or prophecy expert, at least so-called expert, and has Daniel chapter 9, the 70 weeks all figured out, I would be a little cautious because I used to have this perfectly figured out, but no longer. It's very easy to assume you have this all straight, but I have discovered there are three or four major interpretations to this passage. I say major interpretations because there's sub-interpretations of the major interpretations, and each one of them seems to have somewhat uh, of a bit of truth to it, maybe a lot of truth. Sam Storms, who writes on biblical prophecy, said, Daniel chapter 9, verses 24 to 27, is both the most complex and the most crucial text in either testament bearing on biblical prophecy. And here's what St. Jerome said. I realize that this question, the question of the 70 weeks, has been argued over in various ways by people of great learning and each of them has expressed his views, and he basically puts forth his view. So people have been arguing over what the 70 weeks is talking about for centuries, and rather than getting you lost in uncertain speculations, I mean, the details of each perspective, uh, I just think you'd be lost. What I'm going to do instead is trying to give you a summary of what the 70 weeks are talking about, and most importantly, what it means for us today, because we don't study biblical prophecy just to have the little facts in our head, but to basically change our minds and our life in accordance with truth, and that's why that application and what it means for us today is important. So, Co, let's go to the 70 weeks of Daniel 9, starting in verse 24. Gabriel, by the way, shows up in answer to Daniel's prayer Daniel is thinking, hey, you know, Jeremiah had prophesied there would be a captivity in Babylon for about 70 years. Daniel is praying, and boom, here comes Gabriel. And this is what he said, verse 24. Seventy weeks of years are decreed concerning your people and your holy city to finish the transgression, to put an end to sin, to atone for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal both vision and profit, and to anoint a most holy place. Now, in a nutshell, Gabriel's message is about the timetable, God's timetable, and God's plan for the future restoration of his people. Now, Daniel, based on Jeremiah's prophecy, that there would be a 70-year captivity, and that's from Jeremiah 25:11. Daniel was expecting a near-term deliverance. In other words, it's getting close to the 70 years. I don't know exactly what it was. It might have even been weeks or months. And what this message from Gabriel is saying, 
Yes, there will be a deliverance at the 70-year mark, but there's more to come. And here's the summary of Gabriel's message. The ultimate deliverance and restoration of God's people is going to be a much longer-term and difficult challenge, but it's going to end up with a significantly more comprehensive type of restoration. In other words, there's a whole different phase to this. And that phase both includes very difficult times and a time of restoration that's going to exceed any expectation that Daniel, Jeremiah, or anybody else would have. Now, it came in the uh, phrase 70 weeks of years. Now, we think in decades, we say, oh, I like classic rock from the 60s. We're talking about a decade, or that was in the 90s, and we're, we are decade-oriented. But a Jew, at least a Jew thinking properly, would be thinking in sevens, because every seventh year was kind of that recharge, re restoration Sabbath year. It was different from the six years before. So 70 weeks of years is four, it's just a way of saying 490 years for the restoration to happen. In other words, Daniel was expecting short-term, and Daniel 9, the end of it, is saying long-term. And I'm going to try to give you right now the primary truth to the 70 weeks. There's a lot involved here, but the primary truth. Okay. A jubilee year occurred once every 49 years. After 49 years, seven sevens, you had a jubilee year, and 490 years is 10 jubilee cycles. So if you would hit 490 years, this is my own phrase, but I'm trying to keep it simple, it's a super jubilee or an intensive jubilee. And let me take you to a super jubilee in Scripture. In Luke chapter 4, we find that Jesus comes to Nazareth, where he'd been brought up. He goes to the synagogue, as his custom was, and he stood up to read, and there was given to him the book of the prophet Isaiah. Now, just by coincidence, and actually not by coincidence, the part of the Isaiah scroll that Jesus read from was Isaiah 61, talking about the eschatological jubilee, the ultimate jubilee, the super jubilee, the intensive jubilee. And he found that place where it was written, Isaiah 61, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives, recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are pressed, and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, to proclaim the great, great super jubilee. And he closed the book, gave it back to the attendant, and everybody was looking at him, and we know this guy. He's a carpenter's son. What's going on? And then he said to them, today, this scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. Now, here's the point. Jesus is declaring that the super jubilee, the ultimate restoration of God's people, has come in his person. 
And most prophecy teachers teaching on the 70 weeks of Daniel will have rather complicated time charts. And those are okay to help you see and visualize things. But the point of the 70 weeks, the secret of the 70 weeks, the prime emphasis of the 70 weeks isn't as much found in a time chart as in the person of Jesus Christ. So the basic thought here in Daniel 9 is that, yes, the Babylon captivity would end in 70 years as Jeremiah predicted, but that would only be the beginning of the process of restoration. Now, here's where we get real complicated. I'm just going to go through real quickly three viewpoints of, okay, when does this occur? Well, the first view Uh, I'm going to mention. It's called the Maccabean view, and it's held by many modern scholars. And basically, the end of the 70 weeks, according to that view, uh, occurred about the second century BC, and a desolation that was caused by Antiochus Epiphanes, and then there was a restoration by the Maccabees. Now, there's truth to this, okay? The second view, I would call it the first coming view, because the 70 weeks are a prophecy finding fulfillment in the first coming of Jesus. Now, obviously, I think there's truth to this because I just read to you from Luke chapter 4, quoting Jesus Christ, saying, today, this acceptable year of the Lord is find fulfillment in your hearing. So there's, there's definitely something to that first coming view. But is that it? Because there's a third view called the second coming view, and it's related to the first coming, because how are the first and second comings related? They're both about Jesus. He's the point. And the 70 weeks in this second coming view are prophecy of the Antichrist, the one causing the challenge, the disturbance, the persecution, and then the restoration that occurs in the second coming. So here's the question. Is the 70 weeks about number one, the Maccabean view, or number two, the first coming view, or number three, the second coming view? The answer is yes. (laughs) I mean, this is after actually quite a bit of thought. The answer is yes. Everybody likes to get uh, scripture scholars, get a particular view and, and drain it to there's nothing else left to see or hear or or perhaps consider a scripture scholar who does get this uh, by the name of Wendy Witter. She's a South African biblical scholar, and she describes how all three views are fitting together. She says, the temple had been initially desecrated by the Babylonian destruction of Jerusalem. And then again, Several hundred years later, under Antiochus, the desecration by Rome in the first century fell on a continuum of fulfillment that will culminate in the ultimate sacrilege of the Antichrist. So all three views are part of a continuum that finds its final fulfillment in the sacrilege of the Antichrist and the second coming of Jesus. Now hear this. The false prophets in Daniel's and Jeremiah's day were saying that God's rescue was right around the corner. Some of the false prophets saying it wouldn't even last 70 years, and that wasn't the case. So Gabriel comes with the message of the 70 weeks saying it's going to be long and hard, not quick and easy. 
and that false prophets are going to come and assure you that this is going to be a quick and easy restoration. Now, I'm not trying to be cutesy here, but to kind of paraphrase a song title by Bob Dylan, uh, I'm going to add a word to it. Gabriel's message was this, a long, hard rain is going to fall. Listen to the two verses in Jeremiah that immediately precede the 70-year prophecy. Jeremiah 29.8, For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Do not let your prophets and your diviners who are among you deceive you, and do not listen to the dreams which they dream, for it is a lie which they are prophesying to you in my name. I did not send them, says the Lord. And we need to be prepared um, in our day for a long road ahead. When there's widespread sin that's socially acceptable, it becomes rooted in society, the restoration of this isn't quick and easy, but when it comes, it'll be glorious. And yet in our day, we have many evangelicals, not all, but many offering a quick and easy solution, the rapture, before this tough period of sacrilege and desecration happens. It'll take us out. Catholic media, Catholic Bloggers, Catholic so-called prophecy experts are saying the same thing. There'll be intervention one way or another, and it might be a very short time, and then a new dawn's going to come with a new election or a new this or a new that. No, it's a long, hard road, but the restoration when it comes will exceed our imagination, and all you have to do is read Revelation 21 and 22 to get a glimpse of that. I'm Steve Wood, your host, and you've been listening to episode 165 of Luke 21 Radio. Luke 21 is a radio outreach of Family Life Center International. Visit us online at luke21.com.